Welcome back to Bold of You Say. Welcome back, woke moralists. We got a great show for you. We got a whole slew of gamer news. Uh, we got a, a regular episode with the regular co-host Gavin coming out this weekend. But for now, we got a special guest. We got Azzy underscore rivals, twitch.tv slash Azzy underscore rivals, twitter.com slash Azzy underscore rivals. We got a we got friend of the show, Jake. Uh, on he's he's on he's I I talked to I talked to him is what I'm is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Part of it I play up for the character. Part of it it's just me not knowing what to say for the uh, the, the intro and outro. And you know the fun part of listening is figuring out which when when it is each thing. Uh, we talked about uh, some VR stuff. Uh, the Quest Pro was announced. PSVR 2 uh, was it, information came out about it, and it's not backwards compatible with regular PlayStation VR games. That Big sucks. Big Nintendo F. release Advance Wars. I know you're listening. Just do it. I don't have the Shia LaBeouf "Just Do It" sound on my soundboard. I I should have added it just for that segment. And then we talked about the Mario trailer. Chris Pratt, he's like, hey, I'm Mario. And that's the extent of the work that he put in. Oh, he linked he linked the video. This is this is me when Nintendo. Do it! <laughs> Just do it! Just do it, Nintendo. Anyway, there's timestamps in the description so you can skip around if you want. If you want to skip a certain part, or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part, use it if you want. Can't stop you. Can't make you do it either so i guess it's up to you okay so figure it out make up your mind anyway let's just should, should we jump into it do you think i'll let's let you decide because right. you're the guest i think that we should jump right into it so i don't know if you've been following the stuff like in ukraine but like shit's popping off over there like, did you? Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't been following it at all. Yeah, I'm. I, well, I've been trying not to follow it so much, but I did see just because it's like it's really grim stuff. But I did see there's like video of them, like of Russia, like sending missiles to like civilian areas, like like cities and stuff. And you know, it's 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 really devastating oh. stuff. Yeah. Okay. I, I. Yeah. I think I did see that. Um, and <laughs> you're not going to believe me. The way that I saw this yeah. was, it was, it was a tweet. I think, I think it was like brain dead bird app oh. and it was a, and it was a I screenshot kind of-, of, of this, of this girl saying, I'm sorry to all the Ukraines, but, but the Ukraine bombings is now, is now my new aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, what? they, they, and she said they look so pretty. What? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find it. It's hilarious. That's I mean, amazing. It, it, I mean, it, it's not. It's not hilarious for the for the Ukraines. It's awful for them. But it's yeah. hilarious that someone finds it and aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. No. That's that's a prime Gen Z moment. That is. <laughs> like, if nine eleven happened to us, like we'd be we we'd be on that like get, making merch day one, like the second yeah. tower wouldn't even be all the way done falling yet and like people would be memeing on it yes yep um but anyway yeah so like you know stuff over there it's just it's really bad it's you know people are you know trying to flee a lot of them are just trapped there it's you know a a war zone and Mm -hmm. you know they're 
there is a slight silver lining to it. You know, there's some good in the bad, you know, because at least, at least we can't play the Advance Wars remake. You know, Nintendo is really doing their part. <laughs> they're, they're really, they're really showing that they take their civic duty seriously. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, it, okay. it doesn't make any sense to me of why they're delaying it. I mean, like, it's not like, you know, Call of Duty or, you know, you know, because the new Call of Duty is coming out soon. Yeah, it's not like it's not like they're delaying it indefinitely because of the war wars in Russia and, and Ukraine. Also, I sent I sent the tweet and stuff we sent during the podcast. And also, it sounded like your discord notification was coming through. Oh, oh, yeah. Let me uh, turn on. Do not disturb. So I have like multiple outputs running into the mixer and it's, it's yeah it's a yeah. whole thing. Um yeah, that's I'm looking at it right now. It's no. so bad, dude. No. Oh, it's I hate so it. bad. So anyway, for context for what I what I was saying a second ago. So Advance Wars is a Game Boy Advance game from like 2003, I think. It's, yeah, around there. It's like a it's like a strategy game kind of. Look it up if you aren't familiar with it. It's pretty fun. I started playing it. It's like, like a year ago. It's like Fire Emblem, but not for yeah, not weebs. for weebs. And it's better. Yeah, because it's tanks. Yeah, I I really like it. It's fun. Real men, <laughs> real men play uh, Advance Wars. Yeah, it's like pretty easy to pick up actually, and like you know there is sort of like a pretty high skill ceiling right like like there is a lot of strategy to it especially like in later levels and like i'm mm -hmm. also like still stuck on the last like boss battle um mm -hmm. but it's like really easy to pick up and learn so i suggest checking it out you know if you have a game boy advance if you want to you know try to buy a cart uh, the game legally you know they're, i cannot condone piracy not too they're not too expensive for the cartridges i think Last time I saw it was around 30 or 40 bucks for a cartridge. Yeah, that's not bad. Which ain't too bad, so... Yeah. Here, here, real quick, speaking of Game Boy Advance, let me pull it out really quick. Yeah, and I just want to say I cannot condone going to websites, downloading... Oh, that is what is that? Is that the... It's the e-reader. Oh, it's the e-reader. Yeah, GT Games had, had one of these. Not only do they have this, but uh, they actually had... A bunch of cards for it. They also had a bunch in their original packaging too. That's great. How much so was I it? So I got this all like thirty bucks. Wow, not bad. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, I saw those. Like that is really fucking cool. I'm getting that. Yeah, yeah. So. I, it's it's kind of crazy how low the uh, the resale value has gotten for that. Just because nobody gives a shit about it. Yeah. Although I give a shit, I want to port the entirety of of the shareware Doom to it. <laughs> You're gonna have to scan 666 dot codes. It's kind of like the Circle Pad Pro, where it's like technically like rare, in that like it's not a very but, common like it, accessory. But there's right. a reason because no one gave a shit about it, and no one still gives a shit about it. Let me look up. Let, let me look up how much a Circle Pad Pro is, because you have me curious now. It's. I'm gonna guess. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen to twenty dollars. 
uh, a Circle Pad Pro is twenty five dollars, oh. and then a Circle Pad. Uh, th- this is loose prices. Sorry, complete in box is thirty three dollars for both the XL version and the regular version. Mm, okay. There's also a a version of Resident Evil Revelations released in Europe that had the Circle Pad Pro included, and maybe is it a limited edition? No, it's just a regular, just Circle Pad Pro. Okay. But yeah, like it, it's not worth like hardly anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like technically rare, but it's obsolete one because of the new 3DS. And also, too, it's just in so little demand that like no one wants it even for like the retro value. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so I, that's all to say, I cannot condone downloading a Game Boy Advance emulator on your computer and downloading the ROM for Advance Wars and Advance Wars 2, which is an incredibly easy thing, and they should really fix that, you know, because it's just incredibly easy to commit piracy, which is a crime, and it is tantamount to to theft, quite frankly, and you should be put in prison for it, for this incredibly easy process to do. And, you know, there's guides for it all over the internet, and they really need to, like, take that down but anyway so a remake was announced by nintendo like i want to say almost a a year ago a year about a year ago around the time that i actually like picked up the game um they were like yeah we're remaking both of the games for switch and you know that that got me interested it's the graphics are like still the same style but they're modernized um it it was going to be a generally you know good game the gameplay is solid and it's updated visually so it looks really cool um and then i believe it got delayed twice the first reason or the first time it was delayed was just because like it wasn't ready but yeah it was supposed to come out a long time ago it wasn't ready and then the war in ukraine started and they were like eh, because it's insensitive to release a game of of this uh, you know material uh, we're delaying the game indefinitely, and that's the state that it's in right now. It is indefinitely delayed. Um, the uh, some like Nintendo, not not an official Nintendo website, but a website that keeps track of like Nintendo like uh, pre order and release dates. Um, mm-hmm. They have it listed as just TBA twenty twenty two. So like in theory, it's supposed to come out soon. Um, some i guess a journalist um a gaming journalist reached out to nintendo and they were like hey is this what's what's going on here because you haven't really said anything and uh, right. it just they just said it's delayed and we'll announce it when it when it it'll come out when it comes out okay is basically what they said right so just release it cowards like what <laughs> Literally, what yeah, are you waiting I saw, for? I because... saw a comment. Hmm? Um, yeah, I saw a comment. It was basically, um, like, I understand that they're trying not to be, you know, insensitive or whatsoever, but they're being overly, you know, overly cautious on this. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I see it. And that was the general consensus and the replies to this tweet. Uh, one that I wanted to link in the show notes because uh, it just puts it pretty eloquently and, and pretty succinctly. Uh, they said, so the game will come out when there's world peace. So never. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so never. Yeah, so fucking <laughs> never. 
Okay, here's all that we have to do. Can we can we just start a grassroots campaign uh, to get this game released? So the first thing we have to do is we have to uh, we have to establish peace in the Middle East um, and throughout the entire world. Uh, we hey, have to end Ryan, all war. We have to in the Middle East. we have to write a letter to Superman and be like, hey, can you round up all the nukes and put them in a net and throw them at the sun? You know, we just. Can we just can we get that done, gamers? Just just parry it. Just parry the nuke. <laughs> yeah. Just like dodge it. Yeah. Just don't just don't get hit. Yeah. But like, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna get nuked anyway. You know, that's it's kind of shaping up to be uh, what's happening. So just let us well, let's just let, let us play the game. Let us play Advance Wars. Let us have uh, a weirdly non-escapist form of escapism uh, in this in this. Uh, turbulent era just release it cowards <laughs> nintendo uh, reggie fils i know you're listening and i know you don't work at nintendo anymore but like i know you're listening i don't care i'm Can still you reading something? your full address out yeah yeah i'm i'm still gonna i'm gonna dox uh nintendo's headquarters um now it is just their public business address but you know you gotta cut me some slack there's only so much i can do only so much research i can do so I will be doxing their uh, their public address of operations. <laughs> my 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 demands are clear. Make sure they are met. Release the game. That is the only thing that you have to do. Yeah, just just release it. It's just do it. It's probably it's been done for it's a long almost, time. Yeah, yeah, it's probably been done for a while. Yeah, they've they've Watch, just been sitting on it. Probably, probably they'll probably be like you know, um. You know, Advanced Wars one and two, or the next Nintendo Direct, they'd be like, Advanced Wars one and two reboot camp releases next week. Yeah, I wish they would do uh, that. I wish they would be like, hey, it's coming out uh, now. You can buy it now. It it won't come out now because there are physical copies of the game. That's why. Yeah. So they have to give a, you know, a you know, a heads up to retailers saying, hey, we're releasing this game next week. Yeah, yeah, I just wish that they would put it out. Cuz like like what what are they waiting for? Like there's never going to be I, I don't know. not war going on. And like they're just not making money on it. They they What if they what made if they the, game. the game? He, guys, okay. So so here's the strategy. How to how to stop the war between Ukraine and uh Russia? What you do is you release you, you release the game, right? Mm -hmm. And then everybody's going to be too busy playing the game to fight. So true. I know. So true. Is, is, isn't, that a, isn't that a galaxy brain plan? Yeah. But no, yeah, you, you brought up earlier, like, they're not delaying Call of Duty because of this. Right. Like, right. Well, also, Activision is Activision, and they don't give a shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, they are an actively terrible company, but so is Nintendo. So, like, yeah. you know, what... What are you on your high horse about? But like it's like those games are like violent and gory and it's like I don't know, it's just it, it glorifies war in a way that Advance Wars doesn't really. Like Advance Wars right. kind it's, of it's in, incredibly infantilizes like war. Hmm? Right. It it's it's incredibly cartoony. It's not realistic yeah. in the slightest, so. Yeah, it's it's very like lighthearted. It's kid-friendly stuff. It, yeah, it's not like a kid's gonna have PTSD from an 
from an orange tank blowing up a green tank. Yeah, and I don't think anyone's, like, if they do release Advance Wars, I don't think, I don't, well, I won't say no one will have this reaction, but I don't think it'll be, like, a widespread reaction for people to be like, well, this is really insensitive, and you really should have just delayed this indefinitely and just canceled the game. Like, no one's gonna mind that this yeah, this game I, that there's, already there's exists gonna be a couple people, coming out. But yeah, there's there's a couple people that will say anything. Like, if an objectively good thing happens, there's always going to be, like, two people that are like, this is really insensitive. Mm-hmm, right. Like, you can't forgive student loans because I had to pay a bunch of money, so everyone should suffer. Like, there's always going to be... Yeah, yeah, just I, don't, I never don't understood that argument. Don't let the haters get argument. you down, Nintendo. Yeah, I never understood that argument. It's like, oh, well, I... It's like, oh, well, I had to pay money and suffer, so that means you have to pay money and suffer, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, and you know, there's a certain way that they word it normally, where it's like, you know, everyone else, is, so it's only fair that you know it, it doesn't whatever. But there was how, one reporter. About, there was one reporter uh, that questioned Joe Biden no, right. about it, and he was like, "Is it fair that like something, something people, uh, d- people paid a bunch of money, and now these people don't have to?" Like, just the way that he worded it in that specific moment really kind of gave the game away because of the way that he said it. Like, and now other people won't have to do this. Yeah, well, the thing is, is college already costs so freaking much yeah. that it's not going to cover all their student loans. It's only going to cover a little bit. Yeah. And if you think of, if, if you think about it, shit ass, you paid a lot less for college than what people are paying for now. Yeah. It is going to, like, completely wipe out some people's loans, but a lot of people, like... Good. If you're, like... Which is good. That's a good thing. Now, if you're going to criticize it, you could criticize it for not going far enough, because there's some people that are, like, multiple, you know, tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And just the amount of interest that they accrue every month makes it more mm -hmm. and more insurmountable to ever pay it off. Yeah. So, okay, so you you know what the one thing that really pisses me off about um, colleges? What? So, so I went to NMC. Pretty decent college. Uh, I got my degree. I don't care. I'm earning more money. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I was one of the lucky few that was able to get a lot of scholarships, so I didn't have to pay for my college. I was incredibly lucky, incredibly, incredibly lucky, and I'll forever be grateful for that. Um, I know that there are some people who are not very fortunate to be able to go to even a college like NMC. Uh, Cam, for example, he had to take out, you know, student loans in order to even go to NMC. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, yes, yes, okay. I was like, where was I going with this? <laughs> um, but, uh, so... So NMC will send out, or any college will send out you know, a letter saying, it's like, oh, this person so-and-so isn't able to go to, you know, isn't able to go to college or something. Would you like to donate? No. Piss off. I already yeah. gave you my money. You're a multi-billion dollar, like, industry. You have money to you just lower the tuition rates. Yeah, especially like the bigger the bigger universities like U of M, which Haley goes to their money makes money like they're that big. Yes, they own the city of Ann Arbor, like half of like especially downtown, like it's all 
university, like campus and downtown Ann Arbor are the same place. But like even like just mm-hmm. broadly, the city of Ann Arbor, it's largely just the University of Michigan. Gotcha. So like they could afford, you know, to make it cheaper to go there. Like their money makes money. But no, they don't. Yeah, they don't care. They just care about the bottom line. That's all they give a shit about. They yeah. Don't care. They don't they don't care about, you know, making people better. They just care about the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, the, the issue is like something like uh, like education same with healthcare and you know all all these other like essential things like they're like inelastic goods basically so like they're always going to be in demand so if you have a, an institution that is you know working within the capitalist framework where they are mainly looking to make a profit like that's what's going to happen they're just going to look to only make money off of you Yep. That's why, you know, something as vital to our society as education shouldn't be run by, um, you know, people that are incentivized to be greedy. Yes, exactly. I love how off the rails this really got. We started talking about. And so that's advanced, why Nintendo really Nintendo should release, needs to Advance, release Wars. Advanced Wars Reboot Camp. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last thing that I'll say about my 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 capitalism rant is I was talking to someone at work a couple days ago and you know, they, they read, okay. They, they, they read theory and stuff. They read Thomas Paine and apparently like, well, this, this guy was saying like, you know, people only focus on the first book that Thomas Paine wrote, you know, about like the invisible hand and all that, you know, the, the book that like establishes the lore for capitalism. Right. Apparently. And I didn't know about this. He wrote a second book. That was like, no, guys, you're supposed to be nice about it, though. Mm, gotcha. And I guess I don't know a lot of the details, but from what I have heard, this second book lays out like the ethics and how you're supposed to like look out for your community and, you know, you're supposed to be philanthropic and you're supposed to facilitate, you know, healthy competition. Um but that's responded to his Twitter post before Twitter was a thing. Yeah. yeah he was like, and here's a thread on, on why. Yeah. Just like, be nice about it. Here, um, here's, here's my twit longer. Yeah. AKA my book. Um, but yeah, like that's one of the inherent contradictions to capitalism. If, how are you supposed to look out for your community, but also have your prime directive to be uh, leech as much money off of the community as you can? Those two things don't really mix that well. And I just think it's hilarious that, like, I don't know, like, think of it with any other ideology. If, like, the person that wrote this heavily flawed, um, you know, ideological, you know, uh, system, right? Like, you know, you point all these flaws with it and you see it's not going very well. And then they're just like, no, but you're but you're supposed to be nice about it. Um, and that's why the system works, actually. Mm. like yeah i mean fascism works if you're nice about it <laughs> like anything will work if you're nice anything about will it work if you're nice about it i mean hitler did it so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know if only we could only have the part of fascism where the trains run on time but you know human nature gets in the way that's what people say about capitalism like yeah you know it would work except human nature gets in the way and people get greedy and it's like my brother, like <laughs> capitalism is about making profit, which is codified greed. Like that's mm-hmm. just what it is. So I think it's just funny that the guy who wrote the book on this heavily flawed system is like, but no, no, but like if you're nice about it, 
<laughs> if you're if you're good to your neighbor, um, it's okay to make uh, exorbitant amounts of profit off of them. So anyway, uh, let's get to the next thing. Um, do you want to do the Quest Pro uh, announcement or PSVR two? Um, really quick here. Uh, so I just so I just booted up Steam. Uh, apparently there's also uh, they just updated the Steam mobile app. I'm not too sure what's new in it, but it looks like you can like download games to your PC or you can monitor downloads. Okay, yeah, here we I go. I thought you were able to do that already. Uh, no. Okay, so we have the so we have so we have it like Discord. You have a QR code sign in now. That's good. Um, let's see here. Uh, two factor authentication. Let's see here. Okay, yes. Remote download of games and updates on your PC managed from your phone. That's pretty which is good. Pretty cool. Um, improve Steam Store, trade and market confirmation, customizable tabs, support for using multiple Steam accounts in the app. Ooh, that's Very good. cool, Valve. Good shit. Good guy, um, Valve. Good guy, Valve. Valve's always a good guy. Um, okay, so um, what did you say? I apologize. Yeah, I was just, I was just asking which thing you wanted to get to next: the PSVR two uh, not being backwards compatible or the Quest Pro announcement. Uh, let's do, let's start with the PSVR two. Okay. Um. So yeah, it was announced a little while ago that PlayStation VR is getting a sequel, PSVR two. Um, I know, very creative name, very innovative. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of excitement over it because the head the, the, the headset is good. It has a good resolution. I think it mm -hmm. has OLED displays, right? I'd have to look at it. Um, but I do know that it does use inside-out tracking now. Yeah, instead yeah of that's another upgrade. The, the camera. Yeah, yeah, because the first PSVR, like, kind of just had to repurpose a bunch of, like, PlayStation 3 accessories. Yeah. Like, the controllers yeah. were the, the PlayStation Move controllers, which were basically just, like, ripoffs of the Wii Remote. And, yeah, like, it, yeah. It used the PlayStation camera, which I think was used for, like, a couple of things. Like, I don't know, like, just off the top of my head, maybe it was used for Just Dance. I think it was used for, like, like voice or, like like, video chat. But... Mm -hmm. yeah they had to like repurpose okay. these old accessories mm -hmm. i do have some more info about the display um not only are they oled but they're 4k and it's hdr 120 fps yeah yeah so like um, amazingly updated it's, uh display so it's, it's like double pretty, the resolution the first yeah, model was it's, 1080p it's twelve thousand by 2400 in each eye yeah yeah that's that's really good um with, especially uh, compared to the last model mm -hmm, 110 field of view and it has eye tracking too yeah yeah so you know huge headset, upgrade headset feedback oh apparently the headset has like vibration motors in it oh yeah i forgot about that yeah i'm excited to um, see how that pans out oh okay single cable connection yeah you yeah plug it straight to the ps5 single USB-C uh cable kind of like the quest 2 that's really cool, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. The old one the had like a breakaway box that had like yeah, three had cables. Whole, like, yeah. Um, and I think it the, only. It, I don't think the the original PlayStation VR supported like uh, like three D like uh, like three dimensional tracking. Like you couldn't like turn around. You couldn't have your like your back no, facing no, the you camera could. and you could. Oh, you could. Yes. Yeah. Um. There just there just wasn't any like um room scale VR. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's 
yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was very limited with the the tracking because I had to use the camera and stuff. Um, but yeah. yeah, the the second one, the PSVR two, is like built from the ground up with modern VR in mind. It has upgraded controllers that are designed specifically for VR. Um, which they have they have the adaptive triggers from the PS five. Yeah, which you tried the adaptive triggers, right? Um, yeah, I don't think yeah, the effect you're, you're was that strong. House. Yeah, I was playing Spider Man on your uh, PlayStation five. Right, Spider Man. Spider Man is kind of meh with the adaptive triggers. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I think um, it's a lot more subtle than other things. Yeah, it was a lot more subtle, but it's still really, really cool. Yeah, it is pretty so. cool stuff. Um. So yeah, that's all to say. You know, it's a huge upgrade going from the original PlayStation VR to PlayStation VR Two. Mm-hmm. What? Sorry, you just ha- you had a surprised look on your face. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so my bad. So for some reason. Uh, so I'm on, I'm on the tab, uh, for the PSVR too. Um, I got it mixed up. I thought, I thought this was about the headset and it said battery built in lithium ion. I was like, holy shit, is this going to be wireless? But no, no, it was for the controllers, not the headset. That would be really impressive considering remote play is kind of meh. Yeah, that would be nice. A wireless VR is an amazing luxury and I'll talk a little bit more about it later, but yeah, uh, as an aside, I hope that the PSVR 2 headset is compatible with PC VR. Um, that would be amazing because, it I mean, it just uses a USB-C cable as long as you can yeah. use at least most of the features. You know, if, if eye tracking doesn't work, that's something that the average player can live without. But right. as long as, as, like, as long as you can look around and flail your arms around and everything tracks, then I think that, yeah, yeah. that should be fine. You know, as long I as doubt- I can play Beat Saber. <laughs> i i doubt that they're probably gonna port it to pc but yeah. i'm sure i'm i'm sure as soon as it comes out people are gonna be trying to get that thing to work on pc just like how they did the first psvr yeah yeah i don't expect um sony to like officially official drivers yeah i don't yeah. Ex- i don't expect official support for it but i don't i don't know anything about like that side of things but it can't be that hard uh, and I'm really, really out of my depths on this, but I don't know how hard it would be to um to write drivers for a PC VR support, like for Steam VR to recognize the headset. Um. So so Valve being the Giga Chad that they are, um. So stuff like the uh like the like this uh God, what the hell is it called the the Quest Two and like the Rift S. Mm-hmm um oculus didn't work with them at all to get all that support working that was all valve's doing yeah so yeah it'll probably be a similar story with the psvr2 then yeah possibly i'm not sure yeah possibly it's all you know speculation at this point i don't uh, psvr when is when is it being released it says on the website coming early 2023 so next year for sure it looks like yeah um but yeah, the the main thing that I wanted to, to talk about with this is that it's not compatible with uh like first generation PSVR games. Yeah, and th- there's uh, I was really hoping that it was backwards compatible because there's actually some good games and like some, yeah. some exclusives too. You got Fairpoint, Firewall Zero Hour, Hitman Three, Blood and Truth. I forgot Resident Hitman Evil Three 7. Um, VR is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah. And the big one for me is I really wanted to play Astrobot Rescue Mission. Yeah. Um the one game that I like 
I think I talked about this um, when it was announced, but Iron Man VR, um, I had talked about this in the infancy of this podcast um, about how cool that game looks. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I'll buy a PSVR for this. And I didn't because of course not, because it's a waste of money. But it would I'm be nice. Blow your like, mind here. What? Blow my mind. It was announced for Quest 2. No. Yesterday. What? Oh. Yeah. Yep. It's coming out for Quest Hold on, let me let me look this up because I like I don't believe that you're lying. But oh yeah. Yeah, according to Polygon, uh, Iron Man VR coming to Quest 2 developer now part of Oculus Studios. Okay, so it's not like completely lost. That's good. Yes. I yep. mean it would would so. it would it be nice if it came to Steam VR? Yeah. Is it better yeah. that it's at least coming to Oculus or sorry, Meta? The thing is, though, I mean, you could still have it technically on Steam VR. You just buy it through the Oculus Store, and then you just put on your Valve Index and run it through. I think it was called like Sci. Well, I don't know. Vi- Viveport. Viveport. Yeah. You run it through Viveport. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there are workarounds for it. I, you know, it's just, it would be nice if it had an official, um, you know, Steam VR release, but. You know, yeah. I wouldn't turn my nose up at this. It's still cool. Yep. Yep. It's, so, st- it's still still Iron Man. So, yeah, that's the that one the, game that, that I would consider the, buying PSVR for. Mm-hmm. That was that was the one the one thing that I that I mentioned that I that I told you I wasn't going to tell you until, you know, until the podcast. That was the one thing was that that's that was awesome. coming to to Oculus too. That's great. Hold on. When is it? I I closed the article. Let me, let me, let me, let me get it. Where is it? Uh, November 3rd. So next month, less than a month away. Oh, nice. That's awesome. And that's like the day before uh, the new Sonic game comes out. <sighs> yeah, right? That's right. I'm, yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, I'm going to have a choice to make. I'm going to have a choice to make. Do I want to play new? So- well, hold on. Are you? I, yes, you buying I'm buying Sonic? it day one. I'm buying it day one. Okay, yes, I'll just absolutely. I'll just use your uh, family share thing because I still have <laughs> yes. it on my computer. Uh, yeah, feel free, feel free to use it. Yes, I'm absolutely buying uh buying Sonic Frontiers. It uh, have you seen some of the trailers for it? A little bit. Yeah, it Dude, looks cool. I am hyped. It looks really good. Yeah, and and the thing is, so I mentioned this on my podcast um oh really what's it what's it called uh it's called a uh, drink and frag uh we talk about uh card games and video games and typically have to you know have some sort of a nice drink to go along with it that's incredible have you had any cool guests on the show uh yeah i think there's this i think there's this guy named alex myers uh i, I don't know holy shit that's a, me whoa really yo <laughs> Undercover Yo. boss moment. I pull off my face, <laughs> and it's another of my face. Um. Okay. So, so I mentioned this on on my podcast, but um, at Tokyo Tokyo Game Show, they showed that Sonic Frontiers was running on the Steam Deck. Yeah, so I think I saw com- something about that. Yeah. So it may come out verified. The only thing is, is that they show it as, or they show that uh, it's going to have Denuvo anti cheat. Mm. And I know that Denuvo hates Linux, so it's going to be interesting of whether it's going to release with no Linux support, and then they're going to patch Denuvo out, or they're going to launch it with, uh, or or, or they're going to launch, or they're going to have some sort of compatible version of Denuvo. 
Yeah. Well, my my question about it is so like do three they use weeks, anti dude. is anti cheat just to stop people from like cheating in online games or do they use it also as like a piracy measure? Um I think it's primarily for online games. Okay, cuz like isn't this game going to be just a single player game? Um Denuvo is an anti cheat, it's anti tamper software, anti piracy oh, okay. software. Yeah, you're thinking of something like BattleEye. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's what I thought of when I heard like anti cheat. Yeah. Uh by the way, have you seen the the recommended specs for Sonic Frontiers? No, but I have the um the store page pulled up and I will It's quite a bit higher than Sonic uh whatever the last one was. I don't even remember anymore. Sonic Forces. Yeah, Sonic Forces. That one came out a while ago. Didn't it come out in like was it like twenty eighteen? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't that recent. I think it was like 2014. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Sonic. Well, anyway, the, the recommended GPU is a 1070, which, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a bit older. Um, but, yeah, you know, Sonic games aren't normally that graphically demanding. Um, the minimum is a GTX 660, um, which is pretty old. But Right. You know, that's, well, that's to run at 720p low, uh, the 1070 is to run at 1080p high at 60fps. Um, so, you know, it's not, like, too demanding for just a normal modern PC release, but it's it's more demanding than other Sonic games have been. Okay, so I'm looking at the Sonic Forces page. Um, So it looks like, at least for the graphics card, it looks like actually Sonic front or sonic forces was actually a little bit more demanding because at at minimum it required a 750 ti Mm. so it's interesting that they were able to drop it down to a 60 like a uh, 660 yeah they must have been able to like optimize it more yeah yep which i'm really really hoping that they're gonna be able to get this to run good because oh okay i went i went over this in my podcast a bit but Sonic Generations runs like dog shit on the Steam Deck. Yeah, it's playable, I would say, but it's not it's not the best way to play it for sure. When dude, when Chemical Plant Zone Act 2 is dropping down to 15 FPS, I don't count that as playable. That's fair. Yeah, I haven't played much of it. I played um Green Hill and then I uh I, then I played Bloons. And then I've been playing I Bloons bl- ever since. Yeah, you know, I I kept joking with Cam. It's like, you know what? Bloons is like the perfect stress test for the Steam test. <laughs> it's great. No, Bloons lately, like I was playing it um yesterday and like it was like chugging on my PC, like my desktop PC. Something about it, it was just like barely keeping up. Now, I, oh, I yeah. do play it like with the fast mode enabled, so, mm-hmm. you know, you know take it's, take what i'm saying with that you know context it's it's very similar to risk of rain 2 in in that in the beginning and about through the midway point you know of 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 uh, of a run or a game it runs pretty good but as soon as you start like getting a shit ton of items in risk of rain 2 and it yeah. starts doing a bunch of effects you're going to want you're it's going to tank um, I was, I think I had like a two hour run or something going on Risk of Rain 2, 
Um, I, I didn't even have to, like, kill anything, because basically at that point, everything was just automatically dying <laughs> from the amount of upgrades that I had. But, so, I had, you know, I have a, a Ryzen 5 5600X with a, uh, at the time I was using a 2060 Super and, like, 24 gigs of RAM. It was as low as, like, 10 FPS. It is amazing it that, that they got that game running on Switch at all. It it is amazing that they got that they got that running on Switch and it runs at 30 FPS and it drops and it drops like all the time. Steam Deck, however, it runs fantastically. It, uh, I haven't done a full run on it. I just did the first area, but I mean the first area it runs really really well. Uh, runs at 60 FPS with no issues. Yeah, yeah, I tested um, it too and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, mods are also incredibly easy to get running on that game. That's good. Yep. So anyway, yeah, I I wish the PlayStation VR two had backwards <laughs> compatibility. Sony, I know you're also listening. Make it happen. Um, yeah, the one the one game that I was really worried about with it was Iron Man VR. Like, if I ever mm-hmm. one bought a PS five and two bought uh, PlayStation VR two, like mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna play the game that you know really made me interested in PSVR. Mm-hmm. But it's coming to Quest, which is good. I was not expecting that. Pog champ. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like so many PlayStation 4 games are running on PS5. Like, right. like it's clearly close enough that it doesn't it, either like games built for PlayStation 4 just can directly run on PlayStation 5 or it's incredibly easy to like translate the, the code and everything. So, like, I don't see um, how it's that much more difficult like Sony, according to Sony, like the way that the games are are made and you know structured and everything, it's like so radically different, and it it's like you know next gen how the games are developed for PSVR two, which like I, you know I believe it. Like obviously VR has come a long way, but I don't see where the difficulty is getting old games to run on new hardware. Uh yeah, so let me see here. So there are some issues with some games. Um, there was a video put out by Mystic Ryan uh, on YouTube, who is a, a PlayStation channel. Um, so there are certain games that either have large graphical issues or they'll crash. Uh, here's, a, here's a quick list of some of the games. We have Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Agents of Mayhem, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection. Yes, that has issues. A Sony, a Sony published game has issues. Hmm. Um, I think it was, it's mainly with the first game. It will just randomly crash in the opening scene. Uh, Intertwined, Dead Nation, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, Sea of Solitude, Until Dawn, Ape Escape 2, uh, Okage, Shadow King, Primal, uh, let's see here, Manhunt 2, The Warriors, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, and Shadow of the Colossus has issues. Okay. So... So while a majority of them will run, there are still some that have some issues, which, yeah, it's it's nice that they got a whole bunch of games running for PS4, or sorry, uh, PS4 games running on PS5, but I will give Microsoft credit. They don't have, you know, all of their games, or at least at least their 360 and uh, original Xbox games on there. But the ones that they do have on there, they work flawlessly, and a majority of the time, they have improvements. Yeah. Yeah, and that, a lot of that is just chalked up to, like, Xboxes just being computers. Well, yeah. Same yeah. with um, 
I mean, same with PlayStation now. They're basically PlayStation and Xbox are basically basically the same thing at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, good on Microsoft for, like, committing to backwards compatibility. PlayStation, Uh, big ol' thumbs down. So, let me grab something here. So, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. So, the main reason why I bought myself a Series X was to play this. Oh, to play Sonic Unleashed for the 360. Yes. So, if you're not aware with this game underrated masterpiece it, it actually is really good uh at least it, the daytime stages are i think the it was my first um sonic game yes this was my first sonic game but i had the wii version not the 360 version yeah i borrowed um, a friend's copy of the, the playstation 2 version mm-hmm, gotcha um so the big the big thing with sonic unleashed is it's a gorgeous game very 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 i mean honestly like i'm sure they can make it if if they made Sonic Unleashed today, it looked like a you know a current gen or a next gen title. It looks so it looks so good, yeah. but they pushed it a little too far. Mm, yeah. Um. There's a uh. There's a level. Uh. It's one of the. It's the final. Uh. It's one of the final daytime le- uh levels for Sonic Unleashed Jungle Joyride. Um. It drops down to like ten FPS. Yikes. It doesn't matter what version you're playing. Even on the PS3, it drops down. Actually, the PS3 is worse. It drops down even more. Yeah. Um, then they then they made it backwards compatible for the, um, for the Xbox One. Now it was at least a stable 30 FPS or or somewhat stable 30 FPS. And then they announced it was it was the it was the last announcement that they made. Um. It's right. It was the it was the last backwards compatibility update that they made, and they said that yeah, the, the three big ones is it was Sonic Race, uh, Son- Sonic, Sonic uh, All Stars Racing Transform, Sonic Generations, and Sonic Unleashed are gonna get like next gen upgrades. Basically, meaning they're gonna have auto HDR, they're gonna be upres to four K, and all of them are gonna run at sixty FPS. You can get all. You can finally. After two console generations, you can finally get a locked 60 FPS for a game that came out in 2008. Yeah, that's incredible. And that's one of like the advantages of playing on PC is like older games. Like, like there's not really generations. Um, like when it comes to like PC games, like there's just games that came out in whatever year, and you can just play right. it on your computer. Now, like with cons- are- consoles have like this the drawback of like. You know, this this is a an N64 game, this is a GameCube game, you know, this is an Xbox game, this is an Xbox 360 game. But yeah, you got to appreciate no. that Microsoft is like kind of um reducing that drawback. Right, yeah, for sure. Now with PC gaming, it's like a majority of the time is, you know, yeah, you can just go ahead and play it, but there there will be a lot of issues. Uh Star Wars Battlefront, if you have the original disc version, it just won't work. Same thing with I think you had a copy of Bioshock Two. Yeah, that didn't work. And yeah, that like games for Windows, to, like like there's some like software in like uh, incompatibilities. Yeah, it's a lot of software incompatibilities. So stuff. So mainly like anti piracy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes like DRM will like be outdated and it won't recognize like newer versions of Windows or whatever. Right. Yep. So a lot of times, you know, it won't know won't know what to do. I spent probably a good like four hours trying to get Ratatouille to run yeah. on my PC. Yeah, um, I and got that, it that's running. what's good about Steam is that like it kind of standardizes all that. 
Like you don't have right. to worry about yep. games for Windows and all that. Yep. Uh, no, I did get Ratatouille running on my PC. I I I, bas- I I tried multiple times to just you know install it straight from the disc, but no, I had to rip it and then mount it, and it was a, it was a whole ordeal. Um, but I I got it working, and it runs. <laughs> I I was able to run it at you know fourteen forty p unlocked frame rate. Incredible. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, way, the think, way it was meant to be played. The way it was meant to be played. <laughs> the way we were meant to experience Ratatouille. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, back to PSVR 2. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Nintendo really should release Advance Wars. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you know, there's it's a complicated thing. I don't know a whole lot about game development, so I can't say, you know, it should be easy or it shouldn't be easy to port things. But, right. yeah, I don't like the way that Sony approaches backwards compatibility because, like, you know, they, they, they had... They had backwards compatibility with like the PlayStation to PlayStation 2, um, mm-hmm. with the PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3 with like their first model of the PS3. Then they just kind of gave up on it with the PS4. Um, they they dropped it due to because they because w- it was like a, a wildly different architecture. Like, I understand that, yeah. But it, I, I wish that they um, had the same approach as Microsoft, yeah. They they mainly dropped it due to pricing, um, because. You know, Microsoft was kicking their ass. The 360 was like 300 bucks. Yeah, wasn't and the PlayStation 3 like $600? It was like $500, $600. Yeah. 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 So they, ha- so they had to drop that, unfortunately, so they could get it, you know, get it down to a price where they can be competitive. Yeah. Well, wasn't it because like, much like with the Wii, how they just had a, a, a like a GameCube like soldered into the Wii? Like they, then they just have like the PlayStation 2 hardware like soldered yes. onto the board of the PlayStation 3. Yes, that that was initially what it was. They did have the the emotion engine soldered right to the board. Yeah. Um eventually in later models of the fats that were still backwards compatible, they dropped it and they just did emulation, but then after that it's just you know, it's you know, it's just uh just PS3 and PS1 games from that from that on, which doesn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense to me considering the older you know, the older, newer generation of the, or the older, newer versions of the PS3 could still play the PS2 games, although it was only software emulation. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, so. it, it does take work to get, you know, that stuff running. Not a lot of people use it, but I, I do appreciate the way that Microsoft does it, where they at least go after the more, the more popular games, you mm-hmm. know, and they make sure that those are playable in the newer systems. Mm-hmm. whereas uh, sony be... they'll just sell you a remastered version of a game that came out two years ago yeah i'll be right back uh i got a package at my door so if you oh. want to go ahead and continue to talk yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna play some hold music oh okay, gotcha. from baby Real take quick, a I also picked this to curly all oh, sonic free riders nice America's hell yeah i saw a gt games for shirley Apex, temple has been okay, entertaining us for generations <laughs> I With think somebody should do a trap remix of the Animal the Crackers in my suit. T- so true. So true. Uh, Jake so had his wireless this, headphones on. He's, he's been hearing the Look at this thing. box, dude. That's great. It's uh, the Rings the, of Power box. Yeah. Here, we'll do a quick unboxing video. Awesome. Jaffa Kanef. That's not a knife. It's cutting it open. It's cutting it what open. You, what is what it? What do you think that's in here? 
What, what do you think that's in here? Um, uh, it's gotta be. It's it's uh, what is it? What is it? Come on, what is it? It's my last chance to guess before he opens it. What is okay, it? What is it? What is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't right. see it. So first things first, we have a cat lamp. Nice. So we already ha so Cam and I already have one, but he's like two of them, two of them. That is a good two point. Of them. And I'm just like, okay, fine, I'll fucking order one. And that's, I didn't, I didn't point. tell him, I didn't tell him that I ordered a second one either. So this will be a surprise to him. So yeah, cat lamp. Nice. And then uh, the battery's dead. Oh, it's hard to see, but uh. For the listeners, it's just a little little lamp. It's a bulbous it's it's shape. It, it's, it's a like lamp a that looks like cat. a cat. Yep, it Incredible. changes colors too. Incredible stuff. Uh, okay. So yeah, we got that. And then we have vitamin D gummies. And then we have anti-fog spray. Incredible. What an amazing combination. I know. I got a new router on the way. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got it on Prime. I got it for like like one, I don't know, like one thirty or something. It's a it's an a, it's an ASUS router, and I'm not even shitting you. It has freaking RGB lights. Oh, on is it. it one of the like dangerous one the looking ones routers. with the spikes on it and everything? Uh, some something like that. That's great. Is there anything that you were looking for in particular in terms of like features or uh, just the RGB? Um, no. So so we wanted something so. Um, I was having the issue with this with my Steam Deck. Um, it apparently the Steam Deck really doesn't like ne uh, Netgear routers. Hmm. Um, I had to do a bunch of configuration to get my Steam Deck working with my Netgear router, and in uh, I'll be honest, uh, connection wise, ain't the greatest up here. Um, yeah. So uh, so we we just wanted something that had you know wider range. Um, uh, wider range needed to be not Netgear, um, and Wi-Fi six. Yeah, and that and those those checked it off, and it just so happened that the gamer router was the <laughs> was the choice was the best one. I That's was great. gonna buy one last weekend, but I was like, you know what? There's the Prime Day sales coming up next, you know, next week. So let's go ahead and uh, you know, wait for that instead. That's Which great. Was a good call. That's awesome. You'll have to come back and give a, a full review for the for your uh, new Wi-Fi uh, router. The, the, the new gamer router? Gouter? <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, we don't have a lot of time. I do have <laughs> to pick Haley up from campus uh, around 7. So oh, gotcha. let's blaze through. Should we, uh, should we do the Quest Pro uh, announcement? Uh, yeah, we can cover it really quick. Yeah, so the Quest Pro has been, like, people have known about it for a while right. like there were leaks and then there was like official uh, stuff that was published but uh last night i got an email from meta i get their marketing stuff and it was like yeah, yeah the quest pro is officially announced and i was like high on the couch listening to music and i was like i thought they I thought they already I thought they already announced it and then I was like, I'm going to figure out what's going on here in the morning. Okay, I'm going to sober up. <laughs> I'm going to figure out what the hell is going on here. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, I guess, officially announced, like, last night slash today. 
that the the quest pro is out it was known as project project cambria um mm-hmm. and yeah it's fifteen hundred dollars so it's definitely more in like the the professional market you know like all of the like like the like the the trailers if you want to call it that like the commercials for it that they have um it's all like a bunch of professional millennials sitting around and they're like, Hey, I think this 3d model is good. And I should, should we run this with our marketing that we do for our job? And they're like, I concur that this 3d model that we're all looking at is cool. Like that's the, that's the general vibe of it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, uh, I, I watched thrill thrills video on, on the, um, the whole announcement for everything just in general, but there was like hardly any games announced. It was mainly just, just corporate stuff or like enterprise stuff. Um, and the hilarious thing about this, I think meta stock dropped like 5% after they announced this. Good. Fuck them. Yes. No, I think it's really weird. The direction that they've taken it. Because, like, Oculus was, like, a gaming brand. Like, that was pretty much exclusively what they did. They made VR headsets, and they had VR games. It wasn't really, like, it wasn't really uh, in anyone's head that you could use this stuff for work. Um, But, you know, it's progressed more in a direction where you can do certain uh, work-related things in VR. But Meta's really trying to, like, push that. They're really trying to push the whole one the whole like metaverse as like a social platform thing and yep. two like the metaverse as like a a business uh medium basically like they're yeah, really yeah. pushing games to the side mm-hmm. and like that's yeah. the that's the main market i think it's going to hurt them in the end really yeah they're they're trying to invent their own target demographic yes yeah yeah and like i don't I don't I don't know if this it, it's not meant as a gaming headset, but I don't really see it being used um, for gaming very much because anyone that's interested in VR for gaming, if they have fifteen hundred dollars to spend on a headset, they're probably going to go for like a valve index or yeah, you know, the, exactly. the Deckard if that ever comes out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you didn't see this, but this was like plastered about it all online. Do you know what the battery life for this thing is? Oh, it's probably going to be like 20 minutes. It It's about one to two hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, that, that's even less than the quest Two, which already has a pretty short battery life. Yeah. And you know, it makes sense. It's doing more stuff. It has like the, a pretty heavy, uh, focus on AR, which, yeah. you know, that, that takes yeah. a lot of, a lot of power to, to do. It's supposed to be a comfy headset though. That's pancake yeah. lenses, so it's really yep. thin. Um, yeah, really thin, really, really high resolution. I think it's supposed to be like four times the resolution as a Quest Two. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty good in a, in that department. Um, I just wish that they would release something, kind of like, like what I want is like the Switch Lite to the to the to the Quest Two's Switch, mm-hmm. if you will. They're they're basically pulling an HTC if you remember how oh they yeah they they really like up a whole lot yeah they really messed up like a whole bunch like three three four years ago or so yeah they had the Vive which was pretty popular it was yes yeah like and that for, and the original Rift were like the headsets the main 
Yeah, it was like it was the Sega and the Nintendo of yeah. VR headsets. Yeah, and then they released like a uh like a couple models of like way they, more expensive headsets, right? Like they, yeah, they had like the Vive they, Pro. They released the Vive Pro, yep. And they didn't release anything else for a while. And then they released the Vive Cosmos, which bombed horribly. Yeah. Weren't they both then, like really expensive? Uh yeah. So I think the Vive Cosmos was like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Which didn't make any sense when you can just buy like a Rift S for four hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say the Rift experience. S was way more competitively priced. It was, but I'll be honest, the Rift S sucked ass. It was such a shit headset. Yeah, I know I you had, had so a pretty bad experience with it. with it, like especially with like the software. I had a decent experience with it. I didn't really have any major complaints with it, but yeah, I mean, for all its issues, you know, it, it's. You can at least give it that, that it's, like, competitively priced. You know, yeah, especially when yeah. the, the competition is, like, double the price. Right, yeah. And then you have Valve with their headset, the Valve Index, which is, yeah. like, good shit. <laughs> yeah. Very good shit. Yeah, it's, like, $1,000, but you get what you pay for. It's $1,000, but keep in mind, two years ago, there was nothing like it on the on the market. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, based edition 2.0. You got, let's see here. You have these. I, I I'm pretty sure you remember using using these speakers. These speakers are fucking amazing. They are pretty good. Yeah, they're really good. Um, you have a pretty good field of view. It was. I think it was like one of the first few headsets that had 144 hertz. Yeah, uh, you got the you got the knuckles controllers, which are you know finger tracking and everything, and you get Half Life Alex with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you know it's a good package. Um, it, it, it's a very good package. Yeah, I just I I I haven't really seen anything like this, but I wish that some company, whether it's Valve or Meta or, or HTC, I I wish that there was some kind of like Switch Lite esque headset, right? Where it's like I mean they had the, they had the Go. Yeah, I mean you remember that's, the Oculus Go. Yeah, that was more of like a media consumption kind of thing. What I want is just like a wireless headset with like a decent resolution that doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be like standalone, right? But I would, I would right. like to wirelessly connect it for PC VR. Right. Yep. Like the Quest Two is already pretty, pretty cheap, but like imagine if you took out all of the like expensive like processors and stuff and just had it focus on wireless streaming. Something like that right. would be incredible, and that's 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 like my dream headset. You know, you could price it like pretty low because you don't have to like cram a bunch of stuff into it. But mm -hmm. if you can just yeah. like condense like the the basic package into one like you know cheap thing, especially if right, you already exactly. have a if you have a computer, like right, yeah. Like I, I I mainly do PC VR. Like I don't do a lot of standalone Quest games unless it's Quest exclusive. Like um, like Super Hot VR. I bought that on Quest and it doesn't like have cross buy support, so I can't mm -hmm. install it on my PC and play it like that. Um, gotcha. The Star Wars game, the, the Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, that's Quest exclusive, so I have to play it standalone. Snow no, it it got released on. Oh yeah, or, it, it got a PlayStation. Uh, it got a PlayStation release. release, which they're also. Have you played Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, or has that even come out yet? Yeah, it came out like a year ago. Oh, gotcha. I think like over um, a year ago. Gotcha, but uh, they're making an enhanced edition for PS uh, for PS Five. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I saw that. 
It's good stuff. Yeah. It's a good game. Um, but yeah, it, it's it was a quest exclusive for a while, so that's how I played it, of course. But I no. mostly just play in the in one room. Sometimes I go to the living room. If I could just have the the PC streaming capability in like a cheap, you know, headset that's specially designed for that, that'd be that'd be good. That's just uh, I guess just a a, a wish list kind of kind yeah. of thing. I'll, uh, I I know that a lot of the times you'll message me like, hey, you want to play Walkabout? And I'll say no. A majority of the time, it's either I'm too tired or this room is so much more cramped than yeah. my bedroom that I'm worried that I'm going to hit a wall. Yeah. So that's why you see Cam on VR all the time, uh, a good majority of the time, because he's downstairs and he has a bigger play area. Yeah, he's Yeah, he's TV. set up like in the living room. Yeah, yep. I mean, yeah, he's near a TV, but I mean, he could punch the TV and we can replace that. We can't really punch a wall and have that replaced. Yeah, that is that is pretty true. That is some would say that, I think. So that's why I haven't been playing VR. So unfortunately, it's just been gathering dust. Part of me wants to sell, but I'm like the moment that I sell it, I'm going to instantly regret it. I know it, yeah. especially because I have um, the the. Um, the VR the rubber cover. gasket. Yeah, the VR cover. Which now now that they're owned by Oculus, they don't even make VR covers for any other company now. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, like if you go on their website, they they I'm pretty sure they have nothing else besides Oculus stuff. Aren't monopolies so cool? I really hope that Um Really hoping that they go under. Yeah, yeah, either go under or get broken up. Like either way, like they can't just own everything. I know I don't want to subscribe to your stupid shit. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, you tell them. Oculus, yeah, Oculus Quest Two, Quest Two, Quest Two. Okay, it looks like they have one for the HP Reverb G Two. Quest Two, Quest Two. Yeah, the Quest Reverb two. was. That's probably just because like they had Reverb a pre-existing G2. like contract or something. Uh. Universal. Or maybe it just sold well enough that they justified it. I don't know. Reverb G2, Quest 2. Yeah, that's all they have now is Quest 2 and um, Reverb G2, which, honestly, to be fair, both both the Index and the Reverb G2 use the same gasket anyhow, mm. so I'm pretty sure they're inter interchangeable. Okay, well, that's not so bad. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Anyway... Um, I think we have time to get to the Mario trailer, Steam Deck yeah. stuff. Probably not. Yeah, that's fine. We can talk about that like no, well, next week or next time I'm on. Yeah. So the Super Mario Bros. trailer came out. The long-awaited yes. debut of Chris Pratt's Mario. You know, it was built up a lot. He was like, "My Mario voice is like nothing you've ever seen it's before." Me, Mario. Yeah, and then then the trailer starts and. And Mario comes onto the screen, and it's no, no, it no, just no, sounds it, like it was it, it was Bowser. It was Bowser that came on first. Yeah, and then and then Mario comes on and screen, then Mario, and it's yes. just it's just Chris Pratt's voice. It's just Chris Pratt with, Pratt with a slight New York accent. Yeah, he's doing. Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah, I'm Mario. Hey, what the fuck you doing? It's it, it's just so funny. Like it wouldn't be so bad if it if there wasn't that build up. Like. Yeah, this is my Mario voice is like nothing you've ever seen before, and it's just the same it's just voice him talking. that he uses. Yeah, it's just the you could 
interchange his dialogue with his dialogue from the Lego movie and it would sound the same. <laughs> or even Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bowser. Hey, uh, let's do a dance-off. Uh. Um, so one thing that I did see on Twitter is actually some of the, the voice actors for the other characters are saying, like, uh, you know, are saying, like, okay, yeah, why the fuck, you know, why the fuck did Charles Martinet not be Mario in this movie? And a yeah. lot of them were kind of pissed off about it, too. I think I think it was the the voice for Peach. I don't remember her her name now. But she, but she was pretty pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah, I would be, too. Yeah, like, Hollywood, especially with movies like this, like, the big, like, like uh, big-ticket animated movies, they like to just yes. pad out the the cast list with like yes. big name screen actors which so uh i know that this movie and sonic uh, the sonic movie and sonic 2 are gonna get gonna get compared a lot but i'm gonna give sonic 2 a big thumbs up because they use the original voice actor for tales in sonic 2 that is movie. pretty good they use they use the voice actor from the games and the tv shows they didn't get a celebrity to do it yeah um, you gotta respect that Yes. Yep. Yeah, and the one like recast that they did do, or uh, besides Sonic himself, um, having Knuckles voiced by Idris Elba, that's that's he definitely did, worth it. That was that yeah, was he, worth it. He did it. good. He did that, good. His performance went hard. Yes. That whole movie um, went incredibly hard. It's speaking it's of things going hard. Jack Black as Bowser was really good. That was impressive. He was really good. Yeah. Same, same with uh, Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Toad only had like one line. And he was like, "Hey, he, Mario, what are you? What's up? Uh, hey, what? What's going on?" Well, I well that well he he kind of did like the scream like, "No, don't touch those mushrooms! You'll die!" Yeah. Uh, but he had but when he voice acted it, he had like that same like high pitched like Toad voice. Yeah, which was impressive. That is, yeah, that, that's, that, that's good stuff. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, no, Jack Black, I, 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 from the moment he was announced, I was like, that's, that's a good choice, I think. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I was just going to say, same with Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Stoner Donkey Kong, it's, it fits. It really fits. <laughs> it goes hard. It goes hard. <laughs> Quite frankly, it goes hard. <laughs> I just hope they. I hope they cross I over. I hope that uh, Chris Pratt as Mario and Ben Schwartz as Sonic. I hope the franchises cross over. The main characters promptly fuck off, and then we get just a a nice side story with all the side characters. We get Seth Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong, <laughs> and then in Idris Elba as Knuckles. They just they just go out on the Spe town. What did he send? Speaking of speaking of Donkey Kong going very hard, hard. very, very hard. hard. Yeah, <laughs> might make that the thumbnail. Who knows? <laughs> Please, that'd be great. <laughs> I love that image so much. Just very hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm saving that. Uh, the movie does release on April 7th, which, crazily enough, the Sonic 2 movie released last year on April 7th, which was also my birthday. So nice. They did it just for you. Just for me, yep. They knew I was a big Sonic fan, so they released it 
there and they know I'm a pretty pretty good Mario fan, so they released it for yeah. for that. Really yeah. nice of them. Yeah, really yeah, really nice to uh to reach out to their community. Well, yeah. one of their top community members. <laughs> You've been one of their top fans for years now. It's time you oh. get rewarded for your efforts. <gasps> okay, okay. So I forgot about this. So so after they announced the trailer or whatever, they had like an interview with like uh or or they had they had all the voice actors speak for a little bit and um Oh gosh, <laughs> Chris Pratt. He's like, yeah, I've been playing Mario Bros for a long time. Uh, you know, I, I remember playing Mario when I was a young kid, stomping all those Koopas. <laughs> like he says yeah, it like it's a I slur. Saw I saw that. <laughs> I think I think he was gonna say Goomba, but I think Goomba was actually a slur. <laughs> I I believe that is an actual like Italian slur. Yeah. Yes. But it's funny how the pause and then really loud and rapid just Koopas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I love stomping on those. And he, he looks around. Make sure make sure the coast is clear. Koopas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I think I saw that clip too. And the way mm-hmm. that I read it was like he forgot what the bad guys were called like hey i love stomping on the you know the 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 fucking the the turtles um but yeah speaking of slurs you know i i wish that hollywood would stop casting white actors to play poc roles okay can we get a a real italian in here I was, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, what, I was like, what the hell do you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, bro, I think you're gonna get canceled. Hold on a minute. Chris Pratt as Mario is exactly the same as Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell. It's the exact same situation. I've All never right, watched sent, that movie. Sent the clip. Yeah, sent I sent the, the clip. clip. I'm uh, growing up, man, I spent hours of my life stomping Koopas. <laughs> Just the way that he says Koopas gets me every time, dude. Yo, Jamie, can we get an instant replay on that? Growing up, man, I spent hours of my life stomping Koopas. <laughs> Koopas. And the way that the side of his mouth says it, too. He doesn't just say Koopas. It's like Koopas. Yeah. <laughs> like, he knows what he's saying. Oh, shit. Oh, that's incredible. All right, we're running out of time. Let's blaze through recommendations of the week. So first yes. of all, Werewolf by Night released, and I had no idea it was out until I, I saw it was on Disney+. Plus. I didn't, I didn't realize leading up to it that it was coming out. I think Marvel announced that it, it was a thing, and then they promptly said nothing about it. Like it, it, they kind of they buried this one. So it's uh it's basically like a Marvel like Halloween special. It's like an hour long hmm. um just straight to Disney Plus. It's good. I think it's well paced. You know, it's good that they didn't try to make it into like a whole like six episode mini series or whatever. You right. know, I think it's it's a good format for it. It kind of like harkens back to old like monster movies, you know, like gotcha. Creature from the Black Lagoon, that kind of stuff. 
Right. Uh, it's, or you know, my it's favorite monster white. movie, Monster House. Of course. You can't forget Monster House. I, uh, I actually unironically, I think I I think I should watch that when uh when I, uh when Halloween rolls around. Yeah, it's a good it it, it holds up. I, I, I think watched it'd be it really funny. Yeah, I watched it. Um Haley and I watched it when we were camping in the UP. And it's good. It's a good movie. It definitely holds up. Um, but yeah, Werewolf by Night, it's good. It, it's a nice homage to the, those old monster movies. Um, it uses color really well. It's like all black and white, except for like the Bloodstone, which is like the MacGuffin for the thing. That it's It glows red. It's a cool contrast with the black and white visuals. The characters are cool. It's it's just, it's a nice, you know, sort of campy, you know, uh, Halloween special that happens to be set in the MCU. Hmm. It's good. Um, then my other recommendation, uh, Walkabout Mini Golf, uh, which we mentioned briefly earlier. Uh, it's the VR mini golf game that I've talked about a lot of times on the show. They put out a new course based on 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea by Jules Verne, and it's a good course. The visuals are incredible. The you know the gameplay, like the golf course itself, is fun as always, and it's, uh, it's really cool. It takes place on the, uh, I think the ship is called the Nautilus. Could be wrong about that. But it takes place on the like submarine ship thing uh, from the book. It's good. It's only $3. All the DLC courses are $3. And you get the main like map. Then you get like the harder uh, nighttime version of it. And it's good. It's good stuff. And Jake, um, you have a couple? Yeah. So really quick about Walkabout. Uh, Walkabout's really good. Uh, it's 15 bucks. Buy it right it's now. It's well good. worth the money. It's well worth the money. Um, the only issue that I'm having with it right now is I feel like they're going to pull a, um, a Sims four on it because as of now, the DLC costs more than the game. All the DLC costs more than the game. Yeah. I think, yeah, people were asking about some kind of like season pass thing. Yeah. Season pass or some sort of bundle. Yeah. And from what I remember the devs saying there was some kind of issue. Cause like they, they, they couldn't really sell like a season pass cause they didn't have all of the DLC released yet. And it would complicate everything, but yeah, hopefully they can uh, do, you know, I, I know they're doing like the lost cities uh, series and they're doing, I think, I think this is the first of like a series of courses based on Jules Verne novels so they could do like a Jules Fern collection, you know, once they like get these, uh, you know, wrapped up in a, a bundleable uh, kind of way, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully they can uh, sell like past season pass kind of things. Right. Yeah. Yep. Or just wait for the definitive edition to come out with all the DLC. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's still, I would still, I would it's, still it's say still, it's worth the it's money. It's still fun. It's fifteen dollars for the base game, which already has like I don't know, like nine like courses, se- seven courses, seven courses. Like that. Yeah, it has. Yeah. It, it's a good game. It's well worth it. Yeah, even just the base game is worth the money. Um, and you know you can buy the rest of the one like the DLC courses like individually if you want. Um, yeah, yeah. The base game is fifteen. I'm looking on Steam right now. All of the DLC added together is eighteen dollars. But I mean, still, that's less than thirty-five dollars, which is still pretty good for what you're getting. And I, you know, fully, fully endorse, um, fully endorse walkabout mini golf. Yep. 
buy, buy the game, support the devs. Do it. Yeah. It's a fantastic game. It's just it's just good. This actually I haven't used the sound pads this episode. Uh, this is how I feel about it. Guess what? It grows the economy. It does. Benefits it does grow the economy. Hurts nobody. And if you're you right. if you don't you're if you don't play walkabout right. mini golf, then I'm gonna blow up the city. <laughs> and if you do play walkabout mini golf, I'm gonna come. I love that clip too. It's so good. <laughs> don't come. <laughs> I'm gonna come. I didn't expect the haw oh, at the end of that. Um. So, okay, so when I was at my parents' house, r- real quick here, when I was at my parents' house, uh, m- my mom's two favorite games to play were Beat Saber and Walkabout. So, if, you know, I, I, think, I think that says a lot if, you know, if, if uh, you know, if my, mom, if, my, if my mom really enjoys playing a game, which she doesn't, like, hardly play any games yeah. at all. Certified boomer. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's not, like... She's not completely brain dead when it comes to technology. She's actually pretty smart with technology. That's cool. I envy that. I envy that. Yep. I, I still have to. Te- I, I still have to teach my mom how to use Google Maps. I I think at one point I had to teach my dad how to use a microwave. <laughs> not even kidding. <laughs> like um, I know, I know. There's more to the story. There's gotta be. But I'm just imagining he's like bewildered by this crazy invention that's been out since before he was born probably or i don't yes. know they came out in the 70s or something I don't know. but he's bewildered by this invention before him right and you're just like so you push the button well no so so here i'll explain it really quick because it's almost seven and i think you're supposed to put pick her off at seven right yeah we need to wrap this up in a, in a couple minutes Okay, I, I am very curious about this story now. Yes, okay, so our old microwave had just died and we got a brand new one. My mom and I figured out how to use it. My dad didn't know how to use it. He was just randomly pressing buttons trying to get it to work. Uh, I'll be honest, microwaves of all varieties have really weird ways to you know start them up, so I don't blame him for that, but I just thought it was really funny. Yeah, some of them you just push the number and it goes for that number of minutes. Some you gotta push Sometimes you need button. to push like the time cook and then put it in and then press enter. But uh, yeah, okay, so I'll go over mine really quick. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, really, really good anime. Uh, really, re- it's really bloody and gory, however, and it has a lot of sexual themes. But it's very, very good. Nice. Story is fantastic. Uh, there are there are titties, so viewers be come. advised. <laughs> um, and then my other recommendation is uh, oh. this guy, the Steam Deck. Get one of these things. These things are awesome. There's so much you can do with them, and uh, we didn't we didn't cover it in the in this episode, but I can cover it really quick. Just recently, they put out. Uh, just recently, they announced the Steam Dock or the Steam Deck or Steam Deck Dock. Holy shit! Uh, so you can dock it it's, up to it's your PC. It's a tongue twister. Yeah, it is a tongue twister. But you can buy it for ninety dollars. People are you know be like, oh man, you know about the price. Who cares? It's officially licensed. A majority of other docks are around the same price. It has three USB 3.1 ports, HDMI, USB uh, Display Port, USB C power, and has Ethernet. Um, Steam Deck Steam Deck uh, got a beta update where people can put in custom boot videos. For a while now, people people did those. Um, for a while now, people did those and posted them on Reddit. But unfortunately, it would overwrite the current default boot video. But now you can do that without overwriting it. Um, 
and you can buy a Steam Deck right now. You don't have to wait any sort of reservation. You don't have to wait the year like Alex did. You don't have to wait the three months, four months like I did. You can just go on Steam and you can buy it now. Yeah, and you don't have to like buy from a scalper if exactly. you want it like immediately. Yeah. Scalpers are like crying right now. They're they're Good. they're molding. They're molding. Fuck yeah, em. absolutely. And anyway, I think that's the show then. Thank yeah. you everyone for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. Um, because you listened, this 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 is my reaction. I'm gonna come. That, that's me when you listen to another episode of Bold of You to Say. <laughs> if you liked it, then like it and subscribe if you want to do that our clips channel is in the description i'm trying to upload more there subscribe share them around tweet them play clips out loud at work you know get everyone hooked um follow me on social media uh don't follow gavin but you don't gotta worry about it because he's not even here this week follow jake on social media he's uh on twitch twitch.tv slash as underscore rivals and and on whatever whatever else he's on link in description i'm on twitter uh twitter and instagram both are twi- uh both are as the underscore rivals everything's uniform that's what's nice when you have really weird usernames uh yeah. alex could you end the show off with this oh yeah what is it when you when you at the from gianni mat matrig matrigan grano um yeah i'll play that when i'm done with my thing um i'm I'm publishing on the show on youtube now so leave a comment if you want if you like something we said tell us if you didn't i can keep it to yourself okay i have a suggestion for you alex yeah i think you should start recording the cameras so there's an actual video to go along with it yeah here's the thing that would be more work work for yeah. yeah that's understandable that's understandable yeah maybe maybe someday i don't know um and i think that's all i got so good night and i will leave you with with this when he when he at the and that that's that's me when i and without and i'll leave you with this up yours woke moralists We'll, we'll see, see who cancels, cancels who. who. <laughs> Love that clip so much. Mm-hmm.